Hi. Blast off. Hi. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Mm-hmm. The Space Mountain edition. It just felt felt <gasps> like we were in like a speed tunnel or something as we were counting in. Ooh, bitch. <laughs> I want to go on that right now. Me uh, too. Oh I think God. we're going to take Jack to Disneyland in like February or something. And Oh, my God. I'll be there that day, too. What a coincidence. Oh, my God. How weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I like really want to take him on Space Mountain, but I don't know if he's Ooh. old enough for that. I don't yeah, think but he is. I don't think he is. He's not tall enough also. Yeah. I... I what I'm trying to say is I just want to go on space. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Well, that's why I can go for mm. I can like meet up with you guys for a little bit or something and then we can go do fun stuff, too. Uh, I would do that. I would do that. Yeah. We were like, oh, we want to just like go by ourselves. What what we want to do is just like not bother. Like we want to like be light on our feet. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If it's just you if it's just me. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for like a short. I'm not going to like crash your whole day. Just no, come no, no. for a little bit and like. And and then also if you guys want to break like you guys want to go have a cocktail and mm-hmm. just chill with Damien, me and Jack can go ride something. Oh, we're whatever. not taking Damien. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be like a whole like, just for Jack. Mm-hmm. Just oh for Jack. Oh my god, that's so special. He'll remember yeah. that forever. I know. Oh, that's I, so sweet. I I feel like when I start I start my like very very first memories were around when I was like four years yeah. old. Yeah, so. like three and four for me. Yeah. So I think it's a good time to to do it. And like we we took him to Legoland and he was like fucking love Oh yeah, roller- he loved he it. Like, he loved it. He like yeah. went on every roller coaster like yeah, multiple times was like psyched. So You should measure him and see how tall he is and see what rides he could go on. Yeah, we 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 are we got it all. Yeah, like, yeah. Figured out. Cuz my niece I think we might even stay the night like, Oh yeah, over. yeah, 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 yeah. Like do it. So that could- would be so fun. I know. We oh want to like God. do a whole a whole thing. So even if I don't go to Disneyland with you guys that day, I'll come meet you for a cocktail at Trader Sam's at the Disneyland Resort. Okay. What? Who me? <laughs> yes. We love for it. the Krakatoa, they mm. make the whole noise, and it's like a rainstorm inside. I don't know anything about this. Oh, uh, bitch! Oh, oh, you're like you're like a, a oh yeah, Disney I'm a Disney insider. Adult. I'm a Disney adult. Yeah, I'm like a fully fledged. Um, yeah, you're. It's fine. You, I think yeah, it's derogatory okay. when some people say it, and I go, I don't care. I am. I love it. It's very magical to me. And I also think that people who don't understand Disney adults don't under like didn't go as children and didn't no, no. have the like the like history with it that I've had with my I, parents and my grandparents. Like it was a generational event. For my family. It's just like let people enjoy things. You let know? people enjoy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And well, and I was like in a I was on a Zoom class for like a sketch writing thing oh, a couple months ago. And the teacher was like, ugh, and like Disney adults. And I just chimed in immediately and was like, you better choose your next words carefully. <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, and I, he was like, oh, no, it's fine. He was like totally trying to backpedal. I was like, I don't give a shit what you think. Like, I love it. I don't care. Dude, I started crying when I saw the fucking monorail go by when we went to downtown Disney. Oh, so, yeah, like, I know. Oh, I my God. It. When you go, when you go again for the first time, it's going to be so delightful. I just like haven't been since probably grad night, honestly. Oh, 
No, been- that's not true. I've been, I've been, no, no, no. I, I, I've been to like California. I went, I went at some point. Dang, but still, yeah. okay. Like that's it's where been a long that's like time. where on the spectrum you are is like, you're probably in the middle of someone who enjoys it. But like, I've had season passes. I my brother is I my brother has season passes. Like he goes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he would. Yeah, he's like a Disney adult. Yeah, like, it's great. Not, I don't know. I love it. The passes were amazing. They're kind. They're getting rid of them. They're having issues ever since I the know. pandemic. It's fucked I up, know. but. It's fine. I couldn't afford it now anyway. But I, we had it when we like when I was working full time and like we would mm-hmm. just go there for like a couple hours on a weekend, like have a oh cocktail at Carthay Circle, have a churro, walk around, go home. It's so close like, to us. I know. I know. It was so great. I loved that. And now it's different. It's still very enjoyable. Still very magical. Star Wars Land is fucking. Oh, I can't wait. Gagged. It is the coolest it is so fun it is so I'm, oh, i am my god fucking psyched like oh, i can't oh wait dude has jack watched any of the star wars movies he watches lego star wars and like loves that and he mm-hmm. likes uh he like knows all about baby yoda but oh my has, god he he's watched like a little bit of mandalorian with me like just some scenes from it and yeah. he's like baby yoda i love baby yoda and i'm like oh my god who doesn't who okay doesn't good to know um, Oh no, and we've watched we've watched like original Star Wars. Like, okay, so maybe too old for him, or maybe he's no, he's been into it. He, okay. he like he'll watch it and be like, he, he I think he likes it. We, oh my god, I think DJ showed him like the uh like first like episode one through three and stuff. So yeah, which, <sighs> yeah, I'm getting full body chills. Rise of the Resistance is the coolest ride you'll ever be on in your entire life. Oh my god, it is. Oh my god, it's so cool, and like he'll love it. And my niece was like, <gasps> like, whoa! It was so, and she doesn't even really care about that stuff, you know? Yeah. So I can't wait. It's yeah. gonna be so fun. It's gonna um, be great. No matter what we do, it'll be great. So totally, just being there is such a delight. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So Disney. So, so Disneyland. <laughs> uh, we love it. Yeah. Obviously. Oh my god, I love it so much. Vegas um, and Disneyland. That's where my that's my sensibility. Yeah, I love exactly. That. You want to pinpoint me as a person? Take Vegas, take Disneyland, put it in a bowl, give it a stir. You found me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I get. <laughs> I don't that. know what that says about me, but throw in a dash of New Orleans. Oh, yes. None it's of, energy. I- it's energy. Yeah, I need like a I I need like a like a pint of New Orleans too. It's like not, a dash isn't enough. No, I've been enough. thinking about New Orleans so much. Maybe because we went with my dad around this time mm. when we went a couple years ago, and like so it's very much in my mind. But oh, what a place! What I know. a place! I've been, I've been thinking about New Orleans a lot too. I've been thinking about the East Coast a lot. Just like Me too. getting nostalgic. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Anything that we want to say before we get into this week's topic? I don't think so. I think All we right. can just get into it. Okay. Well, uh, okay. This topic today is, it's so interesting to me. Yeah. We. How, how did we arrive on this? I think I was thinking about, I don't know. I think we were, I don't know what we we're talking about, but I it something sparked my 
memory about how Viagra was developed. Um, I think someone wanted us to talk about Viagra. Yeah. And then you and then maybe it was like, oh, do you know there are other things that are kind of like an accident? Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but some of the most innovative life changing medicines and devices uh, of all time were actually happy accidents. Um, Yeah. Like that's very very like fundamental things that we take for granted almost that exist in in medicine were just stumbled upon okay but isn't that something that is so cool about science and Mm -hmm. about inventions like science in particular you have a hypothesis and it's something you're looking to prove or disprove which it's not good or bad or right or wrong like you're just looking to prove or disprove it and what's cool is that new hypotheses can be born out of that and that's kind of what this is it's like there were experiments happening and they weren't going the way they thought they would but then they were like what if we pivot and and what if it's this new thing that we apply this to and then that's where they're able to confirm it and it turns into fucking viagra for fucking i i think it's interesting like how you know the field of you know any kind of science yeah is so rigid in our minds but like it's honestly like such a wild west sometimes especially like the least rigid it's well it should a lot of ways it should i think i think a lot of uh, nowadays like you know a lot of funding uh is like a lot of the ways that studies are done like academically like funding depends on you know this original idea this original hypothesis mm-hmm. and deviation from that is like you know a no you need to get more funding so yeah. i think that might be a, a hindrance these days oh yeah but answering to the man mm-hmm. who would have thought yeah yeah but now i don't know i feel like if you can prove that something more is happening then you can then it, it, it's just like you're opening up these different doors and it's so fascinating. Yeah. I love science. I love the scientific method is a incredible fucking process. It's great. Yeah. Um, but along the way, I'm just also thinking about like the human beings that were trying to <laughs> like stumbling along in their fucking labs. Like, like yeah. all scientists are not these like, robots you know they're like human beings and they're like dodos in their in their labs and shit or just slobs or whatever and they're they're deviations from this like precise you know kind of expertise is kind of what has started a path to different discoveries so it's really fascinating um yeah some of the stuff we're going to talk about in this episode is just that. Um, like how they're just like fumbling around in their labs, just mm-hmm. like, oh, like they're like, oh, let's see if this like cold cream can get rid of wrinkles. And then they're like, oh, my God, I think we just made a vegan cheese or whatever. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, how do you know? They're like, I ate some of it. And you're like, why? <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? No, don't put that in your mouth. Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> But literally, this is what some of these scientists are doing. Like, yeah. They're just, like, Dave dared me. I couldn't not do it. And you're yeah. like, what? You're a scientist. Act like you've been somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So going back to Viagra, uh, 
this is like what gave us the idea to do this topic of like these accidental medical discoveries. Uh, yeah. When Viagra was being developed, Pfizer was the the pharmaceutical company Pfizer was working mm-hmm. on a medicine to treat hypertension, which you know is yeah. high blood pressure, and mm-hmm. angina pectoris, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> angina, angina pectoris, and they started doing these these like clinical trials. In the 90s, and some of these people started having these side effects. Um, and it was like men who were like, um, yeah, I hate so. Uh, I don't know about my, my heart or anything like that, but like I have a huge boner like for literal hours. Like, I don't know if that has anything to do with what is happening here am I taking a placebo I don't know but I'm pretty sure I'm not (laughs) yeah can I should I is this for the mouth should it be in my anus like what why is there a boner happening for my blood pressure medicine I'm like should I snort it like what is I don't if I am taking this topical yeah yeah (laughs) should I be rubbing this on my heart yeah uh it was, yeah, I mean, it's so, okay, this is so fun to me, though, because also this was, like, in the 90s, like, the mid-90s in a place mm-hmm. called Swansea, Wales, mm-hmm. which, so it's just a bunch of, like, very proper Welshmen mm-hmm. who were like, oh, pardon me, or no, a Welsh accent is wild. I'm yeah. not even going to attempt it, because I don't even really know what it is, to be fair. <laughs> um, It's very cool, but it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Uh. And so, like, yeah, these guys are just like, yeah, It should I, like, I'm actually feeling like my blood pressure is getting lower. Do you think it has anything to do with all the blood in my penis? Yeah. Like, <laughs> my the blood is rushing to my loins and it's staying there for literal hours. That can't be good, right? <laughs> I thought this was supposed to target my heart, but yeah. something else is happening. Yeah. Something and. Maybe some men's hearts are in their penises. But. Imagine being a woman in this fucking trial and hearing that dudes are getting boners and you're just like, the fuck? What about me? Why can't I get a, an arousal situation happening? Does it arouse women or no? no? Okay. Also, though, also. Okay. I've never thought about this till right this second. I don't even really know fully. I know Viagra gets a wiener hard, but like mm-hmm. aside from that, do, it doesn't does that make you horny no it just no. is a function it's like it's you like you could you're just you're that's you like with all po- boners you know like it might you you could just oh, get one like a spontaneous just, right 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 boner okay, okay that's what i thought like it's just there it just wasn't and then it is <laughs> dj for <laughs> oh no so many years has <laughs> threatened to patent a uh invention for a boner belt which is <laughs> threatened (laughs) where it's a belt that you could tuck your boner up into like it's good because you just get random boners sometimes like what if you have to go on stage and give a presentation what if you're a middle schooler at a high school dance or at a at a middle school dance that like you don't want to have a boner why yeah like it, there should be underwear kind of like the kind DJ wears that holds the balls or whatever. Yeah. But like it should just hold your wiener to like the side. And so when you get a boner, yeah. it just is like on the side and knowing it's not sticking out. Well, you just yeah, don't want change. anybody to know. Yeah. That, right. 
Yeah. So but you have one. Tuck it yeah. like a drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's something he's threatened. Threatened to, <laughs> to create. Somehow. I say do it. I mean, I, know. <laughs> I bet there's something out there. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, also, like m- another question I had was like, is this a mild side effect? Like, is a boner from a heart medicine considered a mild side effect? Or is it like, like, are they grateful it's just a boner and they didn't, like, end up with a fucking sweater of hair on their torso or something? Like, I think, though, that, like, these boners were lasting for hours, which is not comfortable for anybody. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're, like, like planning to do something with that boner you don't want that you know okay but here's another follow-up question you're the wrong person to ask but you might know the answer <laughs> when and then for the viagra boner specifically if you had like sex and you finished like you completed mm-hmm. your orgasm and ejaculated does your boner go away or or i don't does know the viagra because it's like still in your blood is that still is it still just there <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think your boner goes away even after. I don't know. It's I like don't... Jason when he had True Blood. When he drank the True Blood on the show True Blood. The V? Ha- the V. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He drank the V and he was like, he masturbated his dick raw, dude. It's fucking, <laughs> he was raw dogging it, but in a not, in a way that's not very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God. Well, Pfizer was very smart because they, they were like, huh? Boners? And, like, maybe some of these guys couldn't get a boner before this, you know? Like, maybe Mm -hmm. they were older and they stopped getting boners or whatever. And so they were like, hang on. Let's do a quick little pivot. They patented patented this drug, which is, I think the clinical name is, oh, Sildenafil. They Mm -hmm. patented it. They named it Viagra. They said, this is for erectile dysfunction and completely changed the landscape of human sexing from now until forever. Yep. Um, and all the old ladies were like, oh, why when do I get Viagra? When, where is? Yeah. Where's my. We're just like looking forward to a break. You know, they were just like, mm. finally, like, I mm-hmm. don't have to put up with mm. this man or whatever. <laughs> you know, it was a different time in the 90s. A lot of these marriages were like. Because they had to. Let's, mm. You know it's true. Mm-hmm. So all these women are just like, oh, great, cool. So, like, I this isn't a part of it. I was just starting to like the guy. <laughs> now he wants me to have sex. Yeah, now he wants Fuck. me to fucking have sex with him. And he's not very good at it. So but I don't know what to cool do boner. here. What do we yeah, do? Yeah, but he has, like, a full-ass boner. Um, and it yeah it changed landscape and Viagra has been so pervasive that it's like one of those words like how Kleenex is for tissues <laughs> or like McNuggets are for chicken nuggets. You know, some people say like, oh, I'll have the I want to get some McNuggets. And you're like, well, we're not at McDonald's. And they're like, no, just like nuggets. And you're like, mm, it's just chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, but people will literally be like. You know, Harry Styles is the Viagra of Gen Z. Like it's used as a descriptor. Who says that? Oh, you I say said that, it. bitch. You say that. <laughs> you know he is. I've seen Gen Z out here. I'm friends with some Gen Zers. I know a girl who went to his concert three times while he was in L.A. Oh three my god, whole ass times. And I don't think like she's like pretty close out of college. I don't think girl, she's that's like rolling cost in money. Dough. I know that's what I'm saying. Who knows how many Gen Zers are in debt after his tour? You know what I mean? Look <sighs> at with Taylor Swift. People can't even get tickets. They're in an upheaval. 
Anyway, and, and and Taylor Swift is the Viagra of folk music. No, she's she, <laughs> Taylor Swift is the Viagra of millennial women. Oh, okay. Taylor Swift is the Viagra of cat ladies. No. <laughs> I don't know who she's the Viagra for, but it's Yeah, I don't know. It's it's no one. It's she's Taylor Swift. Whatever. But she crashed fucking Ticketmaster today, okay? <laughs> Oh my god! Well, no, it's fine. No, I li- I really like her new album. It's very good. Um, so many bops. Uh, yeah. okay, so that's Viagra. That's yeah. that whole situation is what got us started thinking about all these different whoopsies that yeah. led to oh, cool, oh. whoops, medical right. breakthroughs. Yeah. Um, another one that's very interesting is uh. In the early 1920s, veterinarians started noticing that, um, like, cattle started to bleed profusely, like, either when they got, like, injured or Mm. they had to, like, undergo a procedure, they'd start bleeding profusely. And they're just like, what the fuck is happening with this cow? Um, And they realized that the ones, the cows that were eating the spoiled clover uh, were the ones that were having these hemorrhages and oh, they, it was like a blood thinner or something. Yeah, they were oh. like, "What's going on? If they eat this like clo- the spoiled clover, then they'll start having bleeding issues." Yeah. Um. So they were like trying to keep the cows away from the spoiled clover, but then twenty years later, researchers at the University of Wisconsin took that like spoiled clover and isolated a compound from it which they because they knew they're like okay something is happening with this this plant this yeah this clover that is causing these cows to have this side effect so they isolated that compound and they made a drug with it and that drug is warfarin which i don't know it's if you've heard of it, I don't know if your dad is on it, if you're if you're on it. Uh, warfarin's used to prevent blood clots from forming or growing bigger in your blood uh, oh. and blood vessels. And it's usually prescribed for people with certain types of irregular heartbeat, uh, mm. people with prosthetics, um, prosthetic oh. heart valves. Yeah, yeah. Um, not prosthetics. Not prosthetic. just regular uh, prosthetics. No. Uh, just prosthetic heart valves, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, replacement or mechanical heart valves, and people who have had a heart attack, like yeah, this is like prescribed. Warfarin is like, uh, I feel like it's something that's mentioned in other pharmaceutical commercials here oh, in like, the U.S. Do not take if you have if you're on if you're, if you're on, on warfarin. warfarin. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think um, <laughs> our British cousins, whenever they come visit, and they they we like are we'll be watching TV together and like pharmaceutical commercials come on they're like horrified yeah because um, it's like what why do you have commercials about shouldn't your doctor be the one no we like, ask our doctor in the US. we're supposed to ask our doctor about yeah. ask your doctor about warfarin and the uh possible interactions with current <clears throat> meds yeah it's like i am i the doctor now what, what yeah are, what are we paying this insurance for like, truly what the fuck? It's oh man, our system's mm. so fucked up, dude. It's I uh, I I was gonna post in the Discord the other day. Like, does anyone know about deductibles? Because I can't fucking figure mine out. It says three different things in three different places, and like, I, there is somebody in our Discord that probably would know. You're right. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to ask them. Yeah. Um, I need, I just need some help with it. I'm cause I want, I will, I could call someone, you know, like, but I, I just feel like I'm going to be really difficult with them. Cause <laughs> I just am like, I feel dumb, you know? Yeah. So I'm yeah. just going to like pass project. it to them. Yeah. yeah. Project your, uh, yeah. Your... And I want to avoid that. Because yeah. I'm aware of it, and it yeah. doesn't feel good anymore. No, no, no. You don't, yeah. need, you don't need to devote our energy to that. Nope. The next thing that was a whoopsie is, um, okay, so this discovery later allowed researchers to find insulin. Th- so this this accident didn't... didn't um, the warfarin no 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 this is a whole new thing oh okay um so this sorry (laughs) that's okay i didn't segue that (laughs) properly so insulin was another thing that was discovered uh by a whoopsie accident yeah by accident um but this discovery came from two researchers who were doing some other stuff they didn't discover the insulin themselves but they discovered that they took the credit no. no, no, they discovered that, like, that it was a thing that needed to ha- be existent in order to prevent diabetes. So, oh, or bas- treat it, I guess. To treat it, yeah. yeah. So, basically, what happened in, is uh, in 1889, these two doctors at the University of Strasbourg, um, Oscar Minowski and Joseph von Meering mm. were trying to figure out what was going on with the pancreas and how it affected digestion specifically. So what they did was, uh, as part of their experimentation, was remove the like the pancreas from a healthy dog. This dog was totally fine, and they were like, we're going to fuck with it and take its pancreas oh, out. God, what the fuck? So tragic. Great. I know. Um, and it was so probably they- a beagle too, because like beagles are test dogs a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, Aww. I know. Um, so they take the pancreas out of this dog, and a few days later, they notice that there is like flies swarming around a puddle of its pee. So the dog peed over, you know, on the side of the road or whatever, and they notice that flies were just swarming it, and they're like, "That's mm. weird." Usually, flies go to shit not piss because of you know whatever is happening with pee yeah the flies don't like that so they're like what is happening here so they took a sample of the the urine and they tested it and they found that there was sugar in it and they realized oh this is because we took its pancreas out yeah and we gave this poor dog diabetes (laughs) oh god i know i know so this poor baby dog was yeah. the like, you know, the like little sacrificial dog. Do you know what his name was? No. It was Wolford Brimley. <laughs> Wolford Brimley. Bitch. Bitch. And it's diabetes. Diabetes. Oh, no. Oh, I- my God. <laughs> Wofford. Wofford Brimley. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, oh rude. Oh, so rude. But so these two doctors, they didn't figure out, they just figured out, like, okay, the pancreas is like what is, is the important thing here. But yeah. they didn't know what it was that was 
within the pancreas yeah. that was they didn't know what was synthesizing inside of the pancreas to regulate blood sugar yeah. but they knew they realized the pancreas was very important and you don't fuck with it so yeah. um and then uh several years later like about you know 30 years later uh researchers were doing a series of experiments later on at the University of Toronto and they were so and they were able to isolate a pancreatic secretion and they were like oh this is insulin so oh. they they were they kind of like piggybacked on the pancreas the like studies that had been done with the pancreas and they fe- figured out like that this specific secretion was yeah. what control controlled blood sugar um oh. and they isolated that and dubbed it insulin and their team was awarded the nobel prize oh, and wow. within a year the pharmaceutical company eli Lilly was making and selling insulin mm-hmm. for an exorbitant amount of money well, and then it didn't used to be and then yeah <laughs> fast forward to 2022 100 years later basically yeah. um we are people are paying three hundred dollars for you know supply of insulin um through their insurance or, oh or no insurance whatever and uh it's really fucked up and insulin is uh should be fucking free yeah. and it's disgusting That's that so pharmaceutical weird. companies i you know what god bless it, the oh, person you live God bless the person who who pretended they were Eli Lilly on yeah, Twitter. And that's what I was going to say. What a fucking that was. Said that insulin was free and drove down Eli Lilly's stock price like billions of dollars. Like Yeah, they literally lost billions of dollars in a day because someone faked an Eli Lilly account. Yeah. Because Elon Musk took over. Yeah, because he's a fucking twat. Oh, my God. That's so wild. Okay, I that poor dog. I hope it survived, but I probably didn't. Not for very long. Oh. Yeah. It's fucked up. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> this this next discovery. Yeah. Is so fucking hilarious. I Oh, no. <laughs> was laughing so hard at this. Okay. In 1859, a 22-year-old chemist named Robert Cheeseboro. Cheeseboro. What? Robert. Bob Cheeseboro. Bob. Uh, Bob. Yo, I'm Bob Cheesebro of Bob Cheesebro's Steaks, oh, Philly style. You want you want cheese whiz or no cheese whiz? Yeah. You want? Uh, we only do cheese here because it's cheese, bro. Cheese, bro. A Bob Cheesebro. Cheese is in the name. Ba- Bobby Cheesebro. Uh, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> This fucking guy. Oh my god! All right. So this it ate. This is eighteen fifty nine. Nobody talked like that then. Uh, or we don't know. Robert Cheese, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, <laughs> investigating an oil well uh, in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Okay, so this fucking He's guy is from Philly. Guy. He's, yeah. yeah. This is fucking Bobby Cheese, bro. Um, oh, my God. He's in this Philly. This is history, people. This is history. He's looking at this fucking oil oil well, and he uh, starts hearing the workers, like, are talking about a weird uh, substance that they find that's a byproduct 
mm. of the the oil well like gets jammed up in the machinery and they call it the the oil rig workers call it it's like a jelly like substance and they call it rod wax yeah they do <laughs> yeah they do yeah. and they love it they fucking love this rod they wax they fucking love rod wax well they hate it be, they hate it but they also love it they hate it because uh it keeps getting into the machines oh and it's like gunking up the machine and then it, their jobs are harder okay yeah, yeah they have to clean it out the rod wax needs to get cleaned out of the machinery but mm-hmm. once they get it out they have this like goo this like you know this this jelly like substance and yeah they do they <laughs> they put it on like cuts and burns on their skin like we're, yeah. being an oil rig worker you're like yeah, yeah. You're constantly getting hurt. And so they'd like slather it on their like burns and shit. And it helped, you know, soothe their their ouchies. They were just walking around burns probably. They were just like burn people in 1859. Like yeah. I can't imagine they had like any good gear, you know. They're just like one hu- huge human burn. I think they were like, oh, I don't have any cloth or anything to put on this fucking gaping gash on my arm. Yeah. I'm going to slather some of this rod wax on myself to keep to stop the bleeding like literally they're like i can't stop working i gotta keep working on this fucking oh my god oil rig so yeah oh my rod so bobby (laughs) cheese bro was like um what's this now what is this jelly-like substance he took some home and he's like i'm gonna experiment with this like he's a chemist Uh, 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 he's like he's a chemist so uh he's like what is this? I got to like look at it. I'm going to just take it home and like do some experiments with it. I'm just going to like <laughs> put stuff in it. This fucking guy takes it home. <laughs> he loved this shit so much. He started using it for everything. He's putting it all over. He's like the the Greek dad from my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> with the Windex? With the Windex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's have a. a Cut on your elbow. You put yeah. the you put the the rod the wax windex. on. It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You put the rod. You put the rod wax on it. Oh my um, god, he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, a stain in in the carpet. Rod wax it. Oh oh, and, flat tire. Oh, rod wax. Rod wax bitch. it. Yeah yeah. <laughs> he he was like just experimenting with it on himself, putting it on his like cuts, burns, whatever. But also he loved it so much. He started eating a spoonful of it every day. Like, oh my god, <laughs> sir! He's oil please. pulling with the rod wax. Yes, he's, he's like, rod waxing. He's like doing some Kardashian level fuckery here. Um, I don't yeah. even want to know what else he was doing with it. If he's oh, literally he eating it, he yeah, was fucking a tub of it at he's least putting once it a day. on his dick for sure. <laughs> this man is. What do people do with that shit? At, you know, it's salve. Okay, it's like this is slippery and fun. And people, of course, yeah. Why do you think Vaseline. all the guys on the rig were into it? They're like, yeah, I slopped this on my arm. It does nothing. But when I go home, I wipe when I it put it on my rod. We don't when call I, it rod wax for nothing. <laughs> when I wax my at home rod, if you know what I mean. Oh also, it's lonely on the rigs, right? I don't so, know. What, I don't know what's happening. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, really I imagine it is. Uh, these aren't in the ocean. No, these are in on land. So oh, so know. maybe they get to go home at night. <laughs> well, the, this uh, this 
jelly-like substance is what yeah. we know today as petroleum jelly, a.k.a. Vaseline. And people fuck that. So that's why, that's exactly what where that's why this yep. exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine eating a spoonful of fucking <laughs> Vaseline? No, <laughs> I've is never... I've never seen a container of Vaseline that looks appealing either. It's like only the when you buy Vaseline at the store, that's the only time it doesn't look disgusting. It comes to your house and then it lives in your medicine cabinet. You could put that shit. You just bought it at Rite Aid or CVS or whatever. You go home, you put it in the medicine cabinet. You go, oh, wait, I bought that for a reason. You open it back up. It's disgusting. It's dirty. It's stripping down the side. The label's all worn off. You're like, I just bought brought this home it's like <laughs> it can't exist in your home without being complete there's pubes in it or whatever hair carpet fuzz yeah i know food I know. kleenex trust me swab. i have i have like costco sized vats of no, vaseline they shouldn't around. even sell it like that well i had to use a lot of it for after uh damien's bris jack oh, and damien's bris so. yeah and you you know you use it for shit when you have a baby but yeah it was a. Uh, it's, it's just gross. It's weird. It's weird. I like that they have the like like CeraVe now. I think and mm-hmm. and some companies are coming out with like a healing ointment, but it's in a squeeze tube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I yeah. clean application. I don't want to stick my finger. I I just obviously have some feelings about our our like growing up petroleum jelly. It just was gross, and I yeah. and I know we had the same one my entire childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, does it expire? Probably not. Yeah. I don't even think, I don't know what my mom even used it like for. It was always like, no one ever used it, but it was in the cabinet. Yeah, everybody has it. It's just like a household staple. It's like. I can see it in my mind's eye, our exact tub and how like 80s it was. And I'm like, it's 2000. Yeah. And high school now. And yeah, and like the label was just like all oily. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. Like it's blue like and white. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I so know. weird. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. It's, yeah. Well, that guy was eating it, so what do you want to know? Um. <laughs> so he actually his his container was fresh all yeah. the time. He's just he's going through it like fucking some Chobani yogurt or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay. The oh next the next whoopsie on our list is um was created way way back in okay, so in in 1772, the English chemist Joseph Priestley was experimenting with all kinds of gases. Oh. He was like a he was a chemist. Gas so man. He's a gas, he's a gas man. man. <laughs> yeah, life's a gas. Um and he he's actually like he's pretty He's pretty famous for discovering oxygen as like a gas, as, as, uh, as a like thing. a compound or whatever, as like a compound a, that like yeah. is the the primary gas in our atmosphere. Yeah, um, people he just were like, "We're breathing; just, it's fine." And he's he, like, "But what are we breathing?" Oh, interesting. And he, yeah, was, yeah he figured he discovered out discovered oxygen like how Columbus discovered America. It already existed. He just named it, I guess. Yeah. Hey, listen, one of yeah. one of my life mottos, the secret of the universe is the true naming of things. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this guy, Joseph Priestley, he's experimenting with all these gases and he one day decides to put ammonium nitrate into iron fillings and then purify the gas that was released. Whoa. 
his chemist is, he's like doing yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of shit. He does what, he kind of does what he's doing. So the purified gas that was released, bam, that shit made nitrous oxide. Oh. So nitrous oxide, if you don't know, is laughing gas. Oh, so he was high as fuck. Yeah. So this guy, he like gets this like this gas like comes out of this thing that he makes and he inhales it. And I'm just like, he he inhales it and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that shit hits. That shit hits. And he's like, <laughs> OK, Ooh, I found something. And he realized it's calming mood enhancing numbing effect and i just like don't understand like what is this guy doing okay i guess it is 1772 he's like yeah he didn't know he didn't know but like also that could like just fucking take you out that could just kill you like what are you doing yeah but Um, they didn't know that either you know it's like you're just like bopping around with making shit not knowing what's gonna happen and you just start inhaling it i don't know i know yeah that is weird yeah, so they didn't have like, gas masks, probably. No, he's just like, you know, Wait. he's just doing whippets in his lab. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna ask, like, because I know they use that at dentist office and stuff sometimes, but we can't like consume it as humans regularly. I mean, people figure out ways to do all kinds. But it's of not stuff. good for you. No, 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 nothing. But, nothing in, but, in excess is good for you. Okay. But you, but but yeah, they do use this still today to this day. Yeah. Um, but back then, what? So once he discovered this, and you know, people caught wind of it, and it was like easily reproduced. Uh, nitrous oxide became a party drug of choice, like in during in the 1700s? like 1700s. Yeah, in the late Holy 1700s shit. and early 1800s. Oh, of course people, it did. There would be like full on fucking <gasps> like raves basically where people oh were just like, God. just, you know, huffing nitrous oxide. There were like laughing parties. Oh my, and, that sounds like a blast. Yeah, dude, it sounds sweet. That's my, uh, that's my kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. And so people were like doing, doing nitrous oxide, all the dandies, all the fops, all the tarts, all the trollops just getting <laughs> turnt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Count me in. Yeah. Um, But then in the 1840s, doctors were like, why don't we like use this in the operating room? Because like it people just like do it like somebody was like at these parties that was a doctor and was like, oh, oh, this could make things so much easier for everyone. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they brought it into the operating room and you started using it as an anesthetic Agent. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. And you could still use it. It's like still an option today in hospitals, in a lot of hospitals as an alternative to opioids. It's like you think of like nitrous oxide as like a kind of old fashioned, uh, you know, kind of method of, of yeah. pain management. But it's like coming, it's kind of coming back because people don't want to do opioids. Like oh, either yeah. they, you know, there's like an addiction issue or, mm. You know, like for for me, when I was uh, giving birth to Jack, they were like, do you want nitrous or do you want the full epidural? And I was like, I have that option. That's great. But like I opted for the full fat, uh, (laughs) full fat pain relief. Yeah. Um, Full full fat, full flavor. Full fat, full flavor. Yeah. Uh, I need the epidural. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, That was back in the seven, like 1700s, 1800s. Yeah. we're we're getting to like some of the more OG whoopsies here. 
Mm. Um, this to me is like penicillin. We're going to yeah. talk about pen- penicillin now. This is the ultimate OG whoopsie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is like one of the only ones I already knew. Yeah. I yeah. think everybody knows this. Uh, oh, okay. Well, it's like generally like everybody realizes like, oh, this was like a thing. But yeah. Um. So in the late t- late 1920s, bacteriologist professor or bacteriology professor, mm. Alexander Fleming, came back from a two week vacation to his messy ass lab um, <laughs> where he had left a bunch of Petri dishes containing colonies of staff on his uh, desk or lab table or whatever. And he noticed that one of the dishes with colonies had mold growing like in it, but the zone around it was completely clear of the bacteria. So the mold had killed the bacteria basically. Yeah. Staphylococcus? Yeah, staph, like a staph yeah. infection. Yeah. Um and it he like tested the mold and figured out it was uh, a strain of mold called Penicillium notatum which uh it excreted a substance that was later isolated and then used therapeutically as penicillin. Dang. Yeah. It's so like this, cool. it's like the same kind of, you know, it's like mold that can grow on like bread and shit. Like Yeah, it's yeah. Like, just it's regular like, ass mold. Yeah. Dang. Um and it's like I said, it's like truly the OG of accidental discoveries. This man and it's all because this man didn't tidy up his workspace before going on I vacay. Can't. The fucking I like, can't <laughs> believe that men are like scientists out here just being sloppy like that. I would never. I would. I would. But then you would have like never a, discovered fucking penicillin. You know? True. <laughs> True. I know. But it's like I would do so much work before leaving for a vacation. Anytime, like I. I know. I I'd be working for like eighteen hours the day before I'd go on vacation just to make sure. You didn't have to worry about anything while you're yeah, on vacation. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. leaving a bunch of shit moldy <laughs> for my coworkers because I'm I not know. an asshole. Well, hmm. this next one. It has never crossed my mind that the were the term pap smear was derived from a person's name. Uh, but the, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. But it, pap smear. <laughs> but it's exactly where the term comes from and the procedure that we all know and love today was oh my an, God. also quotes. an accidental discovery. So I'm Uvaginia pap smear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dr. Uvaginia Papsmeer. Pleased to meet you, dear. Uh, this man, of course, is a man because only men could be doctors uh, in the early part of the century. Um, mm. This man's name was George Nicholas Papa Niccolo. Uh, oh. Great last name. Yeah. Uh, he had a chance observation while doing a genetic study of cancer cells on a slide containing a specimen from a woman's uterus. Oh. And that because he like noticed this this thing, yeah. it was called a pap smear uh, for his his last name, Papa, Papa Nicolau. Um, <laughs> so basically what he was doing was uh, a study of vaginal fluid in women in hopes of observing cellular changes over the course of a menstrual cycle. Oh, um, bless his heart. Yeah, he was just like a... I feel like no one ever wanted to look at women's bodies. Exactly. He just... He he was 
curious and was doing this study and he had observed in uh, female guinea pigs that cell transformation had happened and like during a menstrual cycle and he wanted to corroborate this phenomenon in human mm. women. Mm-hmm. Um, so as he is doing this study, it just so happened that one of the human subjects he was he was looking at, like the vaginal fluid from one of the one of his uh, subjects, happened to have uterine cancer. Whoa! And he didn't know it until he looked at her, like the smear of her vaginal yeah. fluid under the the microscope, and <gasps> saw there was abnormal cancer cells that he could oh. view under the microscope. Oh my God. And this is like, this had never been observed before. And Whoa. so he basically like figured out that like, Oh, we could just do this simple little test. This like this smear. Yeah. Test under the micro uh, microscope and check for cervical cancer. He oh said, um, the first observation of cancer cells in the smear of the uterine cervix gave me one of the greatest thrills I've ever experienced in my scientific career. He, all they need, he realized like all that doctors needed to do to like help save a woman's life or to help treat a woman was to just do this quick, you know, swab swab of the cervix. Whoa. Yeah. And they just look at it under the microscope. It's so cool. Oh my goodness. We stand Dr. Papa Giorgio. Yeah. Papa, <laughs> Papa Giorgio. <laughs> Oh my uh, god! I Papa Nicolau is a pretty sick name. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to be Greek, right? Oh, for yeah, yeah. So that's where the that's where the word pap smear comes from. That's so cool. Yeah, I yeah, that's like wow. Something people probably wouldn't have known women were getting uterine cancer or like thought to even check for it for probably decades longer. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, like, it's just funny to me. I laughed when you're talking about, like, a guinea pig's cycle. <laughs> <laughs> guinea pigs have period, like, they get their periods. Like, they're just, like, have little guinea pig cramps and shit. It's so wild to me. Man, everything's wild. Okay, the last one is a fun, weird one and just mm. has some great details. But so this is, like, kind of rounding out i guess uh, the middle of the 20th century but um so the pacemaker was also found by accident which this is a really i don't know i feel like it's a pretty big fuck up but it's very fun mm-hmm. in a way okay so in 1956 dr wilson great batch great batch great we last name great we love it a great a so great many batch. great names the we cheese a, b- bro cheese, we had a great, great batch, batch of last names we had a great batch of last names <laughs> oh my god this is the great something about great batch has to be in the title great batch of beds mm, or something mm. we could do it benedict okay. great batch i don't know <laughs> what benedict great batch <laughs> it's um, wilson sorry it's will yeah dr wilson great batch um okay so he was an electrical engineering professor and he was working on creating a heart rhythm recorder. He just wanted mm. to be able to record someone's exact heart rhythms. Mm-hmm. However, when he 
went to like test this and I, I don't think it was like maybe it was just on himself or something you know initially um instead of recording the sound as was intended it emitted a it emitted a sound mm. so he literally like crossed some wires or something and it produced electronic pulses so it was like an ox in ox out mix up situation <laughs> you know like he's getting some feedback on this pacemaker yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, and then, so he would listen to it and he was like, whoa, this is so wild. Like the BPM that the device was throwing down, it was like some little heart rhythm DJ <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was like, oh, this actually is very close to like what, a healthy heartbeat would be. Mm. I wonder if we use this to emit little pulses to a heart, mm -hmm. if it would kind of trick it into getting into a better rhythm and, and being healthy. Hmm. Um, and so that's what it did. And by the way, he discovered all of this in the barn behind his home, which <laughs> so many of these stories today are just like, I can't even believe that's where we were at at the time. I mean, this is the thing. It's like we are now in such a clinical, like, yeah, controlled, like, but we're like, f shit is like very specific that we're looking for now yeah. that we've like had all these like big discoveries. It's just right. like now everything's more targeted. But yeah, I don't know. True. It is like the there's not like a looseness that we used to have because it's not really the Wild West so much anymore. Like mm -hmm. it is science is in general, but like what we're looking for now is getting so specific. Mm -hmm. And so and it has to be monitored, like you said, because the money comes from somewhere. And yeah, but the uh, first great batch pacemaker was implanted in a human patient in 1960, just two years later or. No, a few a few years later, but then two mm -hmm. years after that. So in 1962, it, he was um, awarded the patent for it. So amazing. He created the pacemaker just from trying to fucking get a little microphone in the heart, take some audio, just get uh, some sound rolling. I, I, you you know? know, it's fascinating how like all of these things that we've talked about today are just like. We just had Thanksgiving, and I just want to say I am thankful yeah. for all of these whoopsies, these fuck-ups, yeah. these oopsie-daisies um, that mm -hmm. have resulted in literal life-saving, you know, cures, uh, treatments. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's pretty tests, devices. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's Except wild. Except for Vaseline. It's... I don't think Vaseline oh, saved Vaseline. anybody's life. <laughs> we don't know. But but our, our childhood memories would not be the same without it. That's for sure. Truly. I'm going to – I'm having breakfast with my mom tomorrow. I'm going to ask her what – If she still has that tub of Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she my God. Vaseline. <laughs> I feel like I threw it away at some point, like in my early 20s, because I like cleaned out. I was like I'm a rage clean when over. you visit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not even. I was like living there still. And I was just like, I need to get rid of this. It's so gross. I'll have to ask her. We don't. I don't I think, think we I, have any in our house right now. I think I did that with like when I went home and yelled at my parents for having like a 
arrangement of silk flowers from like 1982 oh, or something. Because they're covered in like dust. 30 inches like, of dust. Why do you still have this? What yeah. are you doing? Throw it a fucking way. And they're like, oh, yeah. Okay. It's all frayed on the end. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Dude. Oh, well, I think that's pretty much it for today. Hey, uh, follow us on social media at DTFU Podcast. Yeah. All um, places. Yeah, you could message us there. You could also message us on our website, DTFUPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Send us a... Um, uh, like a topic or send us a story that oh, you want yeah. us to read on air or how do us- you use Vaseline? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, do you don't eat it? Send- yeah, don't yeah. eat it. <laughs> Have you ever eaten Vaseline as an adult? Not a child. Of course, everyone did probably. Don't eat Vaseline. Oh my God. Vaseline makes me, you know what? The last time I bought it was when I had my jaw surgery to keep my lips moist, mm. but it was like choking me because it was drying out. I don't know. It was like, yeah, because it's like me. globby and it can make yeah, yeah. It's like so sealing was like, your mouth shut. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> it just like sucked the moisture out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. And thank you for listening and uh, stay excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye. Bye. <laughs>